Fixin' 2 is brought to you by Lone Star Windows and Siding. Go to LoneStarSiding.com. If you are embarrassed of your home's curb appeal, if you have struggled with home maintenance, or are overwhelmed with all the confusing jargon, we can help with a free estimate at LoneStarSiding.com. Welcome to the Fixin' 2 podcast, where we believe that doing maintenance is better than doing repairs. Today we're going to be visiting with Jason Redica, works for us here at Lone Star Windows and Siding, and today we wanted to talk about uh, insurance and the various steps that a homeowner needs to take to to make sure that they get the best results out of what happens if there is a hailstorm. Jason, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Okay, tell us, how long have you been doing this? Uh, a little over 12 years now. And yeah. in those 12 years, what have you? What did you start out doing? I started out in the field. I started from the bottom end of the totem pole and uh, started running a crew after about six months and ran a crew and, and did the actual labor part of it for about six years and trans- transitioned into sales. And that's what I've been doing most of now. Okay, the labor part of it, meaning you did the installation? Right, did all the installation as far as um, mainly windows, siding, uh, anything on the overhang, uh, and a lot of repairs uh, with, with hail. We had a lot of repairs. You know, for instance, it would hit one side of the house. We'd have to match it and make it look just as good or better as it did before, and a lot of that stuff. Okay, and uh, <clears throat> then after you had done that for a couple of years, you transitioned into the sales side. How right. long was that before you were introduced into the wonderful world of hailstorms? Oh, man, uh, hailstorms is just something that happens so often here. It was probably because of a hailstorm is what I transi- you know, why I transitioned. Uh, when we have one in our area, it just floods the market with... Uh, so much work that needs to be done and uh, not enough people to do it and oh maybe not enough people to do it quickly and uh, that's it kind of opened a door for me in that aspect so what are some of the steps that you uh, would suggest a homeowner should take if they've uh, experienced a hailstorm well it just depends if they know they have damage uh, you know call the insurance and have them send out a gesture right away. And uh, if they're not sure, they can always call the install installation company and say, hey, um, do I have damage? Is this uh, worth calling the insurance? And if it always helps if you know your policy, and if you don't, um, we can help you out with that as well. We'll probably get into that a little bit. Okay, so uh, that's an interesting, uh, interesting thing to to note is that if you're not sure that your hail damage uh, is significant enough to warrant getting the insurance involved, that you can get a uh, contractor right. that you trust to come and take a look at it. That's uh, that's something that people should know. That's uh, um, also something that will. Uh, uh, you know, help them, save them from having to go into a bunch of paperwork or getting the insurance involved. Maybe they need it, maybe they don't, as long as it's a contractor that they can trust. Right, and that that's always a concern. Um, they don't want to have an adjuster come out because then they're going to have to file a claim and they're going to have to have a deductible whether or not they have damage. And if you're not sure, I mean, it never hurts to call us to check it out first. Now, uh, if a, uh, a homeowner was let's say, a little bit leery of calling the insurance in fear of, of their premiums being raised because of a probable loss, what would you say to that homeowner? 
Oh, um, the insurance, first of all, the insurance company cannot raise your rate if the area you live in has a hailstorm. If there's, if your neighbors are all calling in claims and you don't, however, if, you, if you're worried about your rate going up, your rate can still go up because of the region that you are in. Can The insurance is able to raise the rates because of the region. Now, um, I would say, to answer your question, I would say that should not be a concern if, if you're worried about your rates going up. Okay, so after they talk to the insurance and, uh, and talk to a, um, to, to a contractor that they trust, what is the next thing, next step that the homeowner should do or should expect? Well, they should expect um, communication between all three, uh, I guess you could say, parties involved. The homeowner needs to have communication from the company they're using to do the work, and the company needs to have communication with the insurance, and also with the insurance needs to have communication with the two of y'all. Uh, that's always important if you want want the claim, you know, there not to be any gray areas on the claim. Make sure you have all your damage in order and that you're getting everything that was affected by the hail uh, repaired. Okay, so now we've got uh, um, got the insurance involved. We've got a, a uh, company that, you, that we trust involved. Uh, the next thing that they could expect is probably an adjuster showing up. Uh, and Right, right, right. Generally, what you do when you when when a person calls the insurance company and tells them, "Hey, I have damage. Can you send out an adjuster?" The adjuster generally gives the customer a few days' notice. Now, when the adjuster calls in, it's always wise to let them know, "I have a contractor, and I'm going to call him to where y'all y'all can meet at the job at the same time and kind of go over it together." That way, there's no uh, miscommunications again with. Uh, what damages one person sees versus the other. Uh, a, a lot of times these adjusters, in most cases, they're amazing. They, they're really good at what they do. Uh, however, they, they don't specialize in one area as far as just roofs or just siding or just windows. That's why it's always helpful to call the uh, contractor out to take a look at uh, the the thing the damages he sees and uh, what what he knows it'll take to replace it. So uh, an adjuster might have been, uh, especially if there's a big storm, you'll have uh, an adjuster that um, may come in from California here to West Texas, right. and they are not as familiar with hailstorms. They might be more familiar with, I don't know, earthquakes or whatever they have, <laughs> right. have in California. You know, <laughs> you know, it may be breaking off and falling into the sea already by this point. <laughs> but anyways, uh, so if, if, if the adjuster, if it's a big enough hailstorm, the adjusters will come in from, from different parts of the country to your area and may not be familiar with your type of roofing, siding, windows, something, and therefore it's a good idea to have a um, company that you trust come in there, meet the adjuster, and then uh, you, just just so that everybody's on the same page. Uh, not yes. necessarily to, to create conflict, but rather to prevent conflict. Yeah, in most cases, uh, I would say 90% of the adjusters I meet are wonderful. They work with you. Um, they they go into it knowing that, hey, um, you may see a few things that I don't, and that's always helpful. It's always helpful. It, it, it 
slow uh, it speeding it speeds up the process of uh, getting the the work done on the customer's house. Have you ever uh, had an uh, adjuster disagree with your assessment of what needed to be fixed on the house? There has been a few occasions. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes you go there and they are um, dead set that, uh, for lack of a better term, they just, they know everything that you do and, and uh, you know, that's very rare, but it does happen and they, I don't, I don't understand fully how, how it works on their end, how they get, they get paid or anything, but uh they they don't want to allow any more money and there are steps that you have to take uh and i'm not talking about going to court or anything drastic like that but that you can take uh with uh, the adjuster and with the insurance company just let them know hey i need a different adjuster we're not seeing eye to eye and uh of course that's always the main goal to see eye to eye with the with the adjuster but it's very rare that that happens so in most cases, when you're meeting with an adjuster and you disagree with something, uh, you, even after disagreeing with them with about a certain uh, something, let's say the fascia was uh, a custom bent fascia, and they don't right. they don't see that. Uh, if you if you just explain to them, hey, this is this kind of a material. This is what the product is. Then in in most cases, they'll they're very willing to uh, to right. If you can show just, them. Just, they just need the proof, right? Absolutely. They just need the proof, and we do uh, carry different kinds of, for instance, you, you said custom bent fascia. We do carry uh, custom bent versus just uh, regular store-bought factory. factory bent fascia to put mm -hmm. on your house. In most cases, houses all have, uh, they had someone there to bend that fascia to fit your house perfectly, and that's the, what we want back on there. We don't want that store-bought, you know, um, one size fit all, so to speak, fascia on your house because it won't look right, and that's what we explain to them. And like I said, it just works out so much better when you can show them, uh, put their hands on it. So, so. Uh, the, one of the things I've heard a lot from the adjusters is uh, like, kind, and quality. That is what mm -hmm. you're shooting for, correct? Absolutely. You don't ever want to settle. You know, if the adjuster is not sure on what kind of materials on there. He's going to just look it up in his program and, and, hey, this is what it says. But you don't want to settle with the cheap quality and try to get um, an in another company to put that same, that cheap quality product back on your house and regret it down the road when it's, you know, falling off or, or fading or something happens to it. You want to make sure that everything was as it was before the storm. Okay, so here in Amarillo, we have very many good, solid companies, roofing companies, siding companies, uh, but w along with any hailstorm, there is a lot of out-of-towners uh, come mm -hmm. in because they want to get a piece of the work also, uh, and not to denigrate the, the people that need to come here or are trying to look for work, but there is a word of caution that should be used in conjunction with a out-of-town company tell me about what what your thoughts on that are well yeah that absolutely there's these companies come in and it sounds real glamorous hey they'll come in and say i'll take care of your house you don't have to worry about anything we'll be in and out we'll be done before you know it and that is in most cases the truth however when they take care of all the hail related repairs 
they are probably not here to stay to honor the work they put on their house. And, and from what I've seen, most cases, they will hire whoever they can to work on your house. Um, I've always told, told folks that uh, it's, it's um, <laughs> this is kind of off topic here, but it's kind of like buying a car. You can go to one dealership and the other dealership, if you're looking at the same car comparing apples to apples, you're going to go with the lowest deal because you're getting the same deal. But imagine if you had to have somebody come in and build that car for you. If you're, if you're, who are you going to hire? Are you going to hire the guy that does it all the time, that's local, you can go to? Or are you going to hire a guy that's out of state and he, you know, he's not going to be here if something were to go wrong? That's, that's a, how I look at it. And, and I think that's very important for here. We do, we have had to do a lot of work where customers had to pay out of pocket to just repair the hail repairs another company came in and did. So I, I would say definitely go with somebody local you can trust and, and call, pick up a phone and, and call if there's an issue. Okay. Uh, now, uh, we skipped over this a little bit, but I'd like to revisit the uh, companies. Uh, it's important to get a company that you can trust, a contractor that you can trust for your project, uh, whether it be uh, roofing or siding or something like that. Uh, the the best way to, to get a hold of such a company is, is if you ha know of somebody who has used a company like that in the past. What are some other ways that you could get a uh, a reputable company right word of mouth is always probably i would consider say the best like you were saying but if you don't know of anybody uh it's always wise to maybe look in the better business bureau um any kind of uh maybe go to their website if they have any reviews and um, even call the company up and, and you don't even have to call them out for an estimate. You can ask them for jobs they've done that you can drive around and look at. If, uh, you know, generally if, if they're not willing to do that, then they're, they might not be proud of their work. But uh, that's always important to, to know what kind of work they do. Even if you're starting from, uh, you know, ground zero, just don't know which direction to go, uh, just call the contractor and ask them if there's, something they can look at and look at the reviews. Okay, very good. So uh, just to recap a little bit of, of things that you should expect to do is, number one, uh, call the insurance. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, we'll, uh, this will get, your, get the ball rolling. Um, number two is get a reputable contractor to, uh, to help you with the process. Uh, now, as a homeowner, you can certainly do this yourself and, and hire all the, the the crews yourself it is a uh, very tedious and and hard work or it can be and so this is where the benefit of using a uh, having a reputable company do all of the insurance part for you it can get uh, time right. consuming and and most folks have uh, you know their jobs to attend to and stuff like that and uh, so the important thing is get get uh, get a reputable company to help you uh, and then you mentioned communication after that. So you want someone that is going to keep you up to date as to what the status is because uh, sometimes a project can take longer than you would expect, uh, especially if it's a big hailstorm where there was vast amount of damage. Uh, us as a company, for instance, we would we would first deal with the people that people's homes that have weather coming inside the house, like broken windows or something Absolutely. like that. So those are priority one. Uh, after that, you, uh, you schedule them according to what needs to be done. But um, sometimes, depending on the, the amount of damage done in the region, in the area, it could take a couple of months. Uh, I've even heard of a couple of 
projects that lasted over a year from the time that started to the mm -hmm. end. And and if if uh, if you are patient, uh, just kind That's of right. kind of uh, wait on that process to. Uh, to run its course, it will usually end up being a better project than if it's rushed. Now, now, when I say rushed, if you got weather coming in the house, we need to do something right now. Absolutely, that's that's not what I'm talking about. But if there's not an immediate uh, need, then then let the letting the process run its course will end in a better result of repair. Is that correct? Absolutely. In most cases with the hail, we have seen it to where you have such big hail, you, like you were talking about, you have holes in your windows and even in some cases your roof. But uh, in most cases it's all cosmetic. It's nothing serious. It needs to be addressed. But, um, you know, it's one of those things where when we have a hailstorm, those companies that are working without it, they tend to want to keep the guys doing their work, the installers doing the work that they can trust. They don't want to just hire just anybody off the street to come in just to speed up the process. That's why it's so important just to be patient and, and wait and, and uh, get the job done right. Know the installer is going to do a good job um, and I mean, patience is definitely a key factor in this. Alright, so we're uh... We've got the insurance, got a uh, good company, we've got communication going, then after that will be the adjuster. Uh, we had talked about that a little bit. Uh, most adjusters are great. Some may not be familiar with your area. Right. That's why it's good to get the adjuster and your contractor there at the same time, if possible. And uh, and then avoid the, um, the out-of-town companies or... Uh, Put an extra layer of scrutiny on an, a company that right. is not local. It's not that they're all bad. That is not what I'd like to say at all. The the chances of them being, uh, you know, being there when you need them later on are are uh, very slim. Uh, yes. Are, yeah, they're a lot slimmer if they're from out of town. Right. And and so that happens a lot with hailstorms and whatnot. Now, I remember in uh, 2004, you mentioned the hailstorm, depending on the size. In 2004, we had a hailstorm here that here in Amarillo that it just just hammered the west side oh, yeah. of the town. Yeah, there's a huge section of the hospital that got demolished over there. And uh, uh, a friend of mine that's, said... I'm sorry, that's when I actually started in this business because of that hailstorm. Oh, yeah. I came up here and moved <laughs> permanently and... I can remember, yeah. You know, I'm sorry to interrupt. No. Keep going. <laughs> oh, 2004. Those those were huge, uh, huge, huge, huge hail. Mm -hmm. I remember a story about a lady who said that she had hail damage on her car, and it was parked in her garage. <laughs> uh, there was, yeah. <laughs> there was. Uh, if you went over here to Greyhawk on the west side of town, there was holes through the decking. Uh, mm -hmm. A buddy of mine uh, was. Uh, watching TV when that hailstorm hit and these he said he heard these just massive just rushes of just and they they'd hit and then he looked outside and saw the hail and his window broke and uh, this is this is a while back when TVs were still kind of expensive he had a big flat screen oh. TV there so he grabs his uh, <laughs> his dinner plate or the the TV tray the TV dinner tray had aluminum TV dinner tray, and then he's playing goalie in front of his TV <laughs> with the 
with the, with the oh, hailstones come bouncing in and they would glance off the off the floor and bounce up and he was there protecting his TV. That's amazing. Yeah. That's... And, and, and to him it was all, he, he laughed about it, he joked about it, but uh, in all seriousness, when, when something like that happens, it's very devastating when your, your home gets severely damaged by hail like that. It's, it's rarely that severe, but uh, just... And, and just for the record, um, we, we probably wouldn't advocate that kind of behavior. We'd want to no. say, get to a safe place. Yeah, no, no so. dude. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't play uh, play goaltender. No no no. Oh, that there there's a story not too long ago. My father-in-law they had a big big hailstorm and and uh, he literally had uh, his tub replaced because of hail damage. Oh, wow. The 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 hail came through the roof, hit the tub, shattered the tub, um, went through the windows. He had his carpet in his bedroom replaced because there was glass in it. I mean, it, there is just, it seems like there's no limits to what, how bad of a storm you can have. It's, it's crazy to think about what mother nature can do. That's right. Uh, just this last year, I think here a couple of months, was it 2006 when, when we got a hail here in Stratford? I and believe the, so. It was this year, yes. right? Um, because we're, we're working up in Stratford right now. There's a lot of hail damage up there, and there was uh, several people that had busted out windows, completely busted out, that were boarded up. Uh, and um, so, so they do happen, not very frequently, but they happen from time to time. Most of the time it, is, it will be a cosmetic issue, but if it's, if it's serious, you know, give somebody a call uh, and, and get that taken care of. Uh, I think that, that wraps it up for today. Call us. Oh, Jason, how can they get a hold of you personally? Well, they can call me on my cell phone. Um, I always have it on me. I may be with a customer, but you could reach me on my cell phone at 806-477-8033. And if that doesn't work, uh, which which it will, but if, if you want to call the office or you want to have a reference list to look at jobs we've done, you can always call 806-622-4000. And uh, that'd be the best way to get a hold of us. Um, do you have an email address for those who are uh, up late at Absolutely. night, at the middle of the night, and just want to send a message out uh, <laughs> yes, and get yes. the ball rolling that way? Uh, yes, uh, you can reach me at uh, jason at lonestarsighting.com. And uh, it, email is definitely something that uh, we, we have to pay attention to on a regular basis with uh, the, the change in times. I guess you could say I'm a late bloomer with technology, but I've learned to adapt that well and, and utilize that. So that's another way to get a hold of us. All right. And if you guys want to check us out on the web, it's uh, LoneStarSighting.com. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thank right. you. Thank you. Bye. If you have a home repair question you would like to have answered on the podcast, email us at info at LoneStarSighting.com. We have a free PDF called After the Storm. You can get it at LoneStarSighting.com. In there you'll find helpful steps you can follow if you ever need it. It's completely free. Well, Jason, thanks for delivering such great content today. This has been Fixing to Podcast number one with siding and window expert Jason Redica. Thank you for listening and remember, it's easier to do a little maintenance now than have to do major repairs later.